So, Emily, on the whole panspermia and life in space thing, there's been another paper in the last week or so uh, in a journal called Progress in Biophysics and Molecular Biology under the title of Cause of Cambrian Explosion, Terrestrial or Cosmic. A whole bunch of scientists are saying that maybe not just life, but quite specifically octopuses have come from space. Can we discuss, please? Oh, no. Of course we have to. You've heard of this, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This exploded onto the news last week with fabulous, fabulous um, taglines and clickbait that you found in all these articles. I mean, this isn't serious. This is a joke, right? Well, I think this is a great time to talk about how we, for example, on Syzygy, choose our episodes and how we as scientists read our science because this is... Yeah, not mainstreamed, <laughs> to be honest. All right, okay. So what? do you have any idea what the basis for this is? I mean, why, why would we think that octopuses come from space? It's not like, okay, but backing up a little bit, octopuses are awesome. Just, yeah, just, yeah. And, and I'm going to keep calling them octopuses, even though I actually believe that octopi, coming from the Greek, it ought to be octopodes. Some people think that it ought to be, ought to be octopi. Some people think octopodes to other things. What do you think octopuses, plural? I would, I would have gone with octo, octopi, octopi. Octopi, octopi. Practically yeah. yeah. octopodes, but, you know, you, one can be a little bit well, too caught yeah. up in this. Anyway, <laughs> um, they are cool. And if you haven't seen the video of the octopus unscrewing the jar from the inside and escaping, then you really ought to. I'll put a link for, for that in the, in the show notes. Um, they're incredibly clever and wily creatures who are much smarter than you'd think a big blobby thing ought to be. But that's not enough in my mind to think, ah, therefore they are from space. So why would anyone think they're from space? Well, actually, the argument is not too dissimilar from what you just described. Seriously, they're <laughs> clever, therefore they're from space. A little bit. Uh, there's a little bit of context there is that they evolved to be quite, um, quite clever and quite... Um, complex creatures very, very quickly. Right. So how did that happen? Right. So it's a little bit like our story from last time, from from episode, whatever it was, episode six, where there wasn't enough uh, cosmic time passed for that clump of galaxies on the far-flung distant reaches of space to have formed in that way, according to our models. This is, there just hasn't been enough evolutionary time on Earth for, for octopuses, therefore octopuses from space. Yeah, well, particularly um, octopuses or octopi from squids. They're quite different. As in they couldn't have evolved from squids? Yeah, Is that what you mean? well, they, you know, they have some kind of common ancestor that mm-hmm. couldn't have split up and evolved that quickly. Right. Is the argument anyway. Right, right. Um, arguments against? Do we have any arguments against this well, proposition? Well, turns out there was a 2014 paper that actually said, yes, you can evolve <laughs> octopi that fast. <laughs> Other than that. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, putting that aside. <laughs> Other than that, and then it's just just a little bit insane. Yeah. I mean, look, it's conceivable, but there's a there's this there's this little thing called Occam's razor. This nice idea in in science and just logical thinking generally, which says that if there are, I mean, I'm putting this very bluntly, but if there are multiple explanations for a possible thing, then choose the simplest. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and it strikes me that octopuses from space might not be the simplest 
simplest answer to this particular evolutionary problem. No, and weirdly enough, there were two incredibly different theories of how you might get octopuses or octopi from space. How might you get octopuses (laughs) from space? Well, okay, so this is uh, related back to that Precambrian explosion, which was basically life became amazingly diverse and complex very, very quickly. How did that happen? Did a meteor bring a virus that changed all the genetics of things and oh. for some reason particularly octopi very quickly. So it's not, I'm imagining you know, an octopus <laughs> clinging to the outside of a meteor as it flies down, but they're not talking about that. They're saying, no, 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 no. We're talking about changing the way that evolution happened for these particular creatures by introducing something from outside, a virus or something like that, which just changed things subtly and for some reason, only for octopuses, um, that gave us incredibly clever octopuses who can escape from things. Yeah, and well, that's the more sensible theory. <laughs> and that's the sensible one. Excellent. The other one is that the eggs came on the the comet or right. whatever. Which meteor. is a, that's a lot closer to the mental well, image I've got of an octopus <laughs> clinging to a meteor <laughs> as it's coming down, woohoo, down through the atmosphere. I mean, that's nuts, right? Yeah, it's, it's rather silly, really. Again, look, you know, I'm happy to be proven wrong. If someone can find a chunk of meteorite with some octopus eggs in it, then please, by all means, send it to us. Actually, yeah, definitely do. That would be so cool. But I just don't, you know, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, and this has got to be where you've got to be careful what you read. Yes, because right. so, yeah. this has been literally all over the news. Yeah, I mean, this is a real journal and it has been peer-reviewed. But not all journals are equal and not all science is equally credible. Mm, mm. It's always worth reading the, uh, the the origins of these studies and reading the counter-arguments as well. You know, yeah. any journalist of, of note and any publication of record ought to try to get multiple sides and uh, and if you find that some of the comments down towards the bottom of this particular article might be saying, well, this is not actually going in line with accepted biology, astrophysics, sense logic, then, <laughs> then maybe you give it a wide berth or yeah. just, you know, move on to the next story yeah. about the Kardashians or something. And I understand that's difficult. I mean, the title of that journal paper sounded a bit kind of like it could be legit. Yeah. But... Um, it's, it's so that, but you can always be safe with you know your big journals, and we will often choose papers from Nature, for example. Um, it's very reputable, and they publish big science. Um, and this is where it's a little bit of is your source okay? Um, and taking looking at where you're getting your information from. I mean, all facts are not necessarily equal, or at least all published facts, not so much the alternative facts. <laughs> Good advice generally, I think, for reading the media. Thanks, Emily. Yeah.